Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of All by the Popcorn. I'm Emily. And I'm Alessandra. And today we are talking about... The Green Book. I think it's just Green Book, Emily. Green Book. <laughs> we don't need to restart, do we? I don't think so. Okay. It's fine then. Maybe maybe we should now. <laughs> no, it's whatever. It's okay. Okay. Um, so starring Vigo Mortensen and Mahershala Ali. <laughs> Directed by Peter Farrelly. Written by Nick Vellelonga, the son of the person who this movie's about. That's right! I read an article about it. That's cool. What else has, has Peter done? We can look at that later, but... So I watched this... <laughs> I don't even know how long ago. It was a while ago. It was like a month ago. <laughs> Maybe a month ago. <laughs> yeah, I watched it today at work. Yeah. So... It's pretty fresh in my mind, but then I also watched it in a very tiny part of my screen. But, really? you know, honestly, it was fine, because, I like, it really just was about listening to it anyway. So. That's true. It, it really is a lot of listening. I mean, it even though... It was nicely, you know, costumed and shot film and everything. Yeah. For sure. But there's definitely, like, a lot of... There's a lot of discussions. A lot of discussions, and, and very, very insightful and very interesting discussions, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. Um... So where do we where do we want to start? Do we want to start character wise? Do we want to start just at the beginning? Uh, what about just first impressions? I guess. Like, did you like it? I liked it a lot. Um, it it pretty much seemed exactly as I thought it was gonna be. Yeah. I mean, um, there were some there were some surprises, I guess, like. How Italian he was? No, no, not Italian. Um, I, I don't know anything about these two characters, so going in, all all I knew was that uh, we had a um, a pianist with a bodyguard, technically. Yeah. Going into the Deep South and, you know, with, with those issues. And then I didn't know that the character was also gay. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Yeah. No. But I thought it was also a nice... Um, a nice thing to also touch on, even though it was very, very short. Mm-hmm. Very short. Like, definitely the main... The main obstacle, I guess, of the entire movie was was just driving through the Deep South and, you know, the types of... Horror. Dealing with racism. Yes, very much. And that was exactly what I expected. Yeah, though, yeah. Honestly, like, this movie was good. Yeah. Um, I also liked it, but, like... It was kind of a softball of a movie. Yeah, I'll 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 say I'll say that. Like it basically touched all of the points that, that a good needed movie to. needed needs to have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it just wasn't like overwhelmingly good or anything though. It no. was just like this is a good movie. This is going to get nominated because of it. 
you know? Yeah, I felt like it had it had a lot of those meaningful messages and all that stuff, but it really didn't take any big risks or any, like, no. it kind of it's played it safe. It's, it's a softball. Yeah. Yeah. And, I, you know, that's like a kind of, I mean... No hit to the filmmakers, because, like, everything in this movie is really beautifully shot. The acting's really good. You know, the writing is really good, too. The, yeah, the screenplay was really... A- the pacing is really good. Like, the editing's really good. Like, everything's good. So, I just think, like, it's kind of one of those things where... Which is interesting, because it seems like... Oh, he's done only the, comedies. Yeah, it seems that the director has only done... He's produced a lot of comedies. Produced a lot of comedies. Let's He's see. also directed a bunch of stuff, too. Um, yeah, he's directed a lot of comedies as well. A lot of well. comedies. Like, a lot, a lot of funny things. You know, like... Oh, gosh, yeah. Tons of stuff. Starting with Dumb and Dumber. Osmosis Jones, Set Shallow Hal. Movie 43 was a comedy, Fever right? Pitch, yeah, like... There's something about Shallow Mary. Hal, Osmosis Jones. Yeah, do you remember that? We movie? are talking about the director of Osmosis, of Osmosis Jones. Jones well, listen, right now. Emily, he's directed all of these films. We know he's a capable director. Oh, definitely. So, so, like, really, it's like, okay, this is a capable movie. Um, probably one of his more serious films he's ever made, and and maybe one of his best. I, yeah, I mean, I would say that it doesn't look like anything on this is like overwhelmingly awesome. No. Like, in terms of, like, getting nominated for an Oscar. So this guy, like, was like, oh, this will get me the nomination. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's yeah. It's kind of like that movie, though, because it's a period drama about racism. I mean, really, where can you go wrong? And about a heartfelt friendship that forms through the obstacles at hand. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you sighing Because so it was so clear that that was what it was going to be. Like, I just didn't... I like the story. What's what's wrong with being clear? I mean, uh, the, I don't know. the trailer it's was clear. It's the a softball movie, is why. I, you know what's better? Uh, it's a better movie about the obstacles of racism, hidden figures. There you go. I'm just telling you there. There you go. Way more exciting. Way more better screenplay. You know, most definitely agree. Much more complicated to write than this, but that's not a knack. It's just that's the the tale. That's the story. Just, it is what it is. It is what it is. Well, there's nothing I can do. I did really like the acting. I loved Vigo Mortensen. Oh, yeah. And Vigo's I loved when great. he spoke Italian, because he speaks, like, nine languages. Does he really? Yeah, he does. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I, I, gotta, I gotta find the list. He speaks so many languages. I do love Vigo, and he's just... He's great. He's he's great looking. He is. <laughs> All the time. He's really handsome. Everywhere. Yeah. So is Mahershala Ali. He's very handsome. Oh, most definitely. Yeah, so... So really a great pair. I mean, if if there was one, if there were two actors that I would have never thought would work together, it'd be Vigo and Mahershala. Yeah. But I'm glad that they did this. Yeah, they're they're great. Because I really, I really enjoyed their friendship and, like, their development throughout the entire thing, which, again, like, the pacing, I mean... Uh, there, there were some campy parts, like where the the map would show up in the background of where they were driving. So you know, you, you have those cheesy kind of moments, but again, the screenplay was so good that you really cared for these two. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And and you and you wanted them to succeed. Oh, you definitely did. Um, I did think that sometimes they would, they would, they did the thing a lot where. 
it would get really serious and then it would be, get light again. And then it'd get really serious and they would break the tension a lot with some jokes. Yeah. And I thought that that was good, but it definitely was too much playing on that. Because he would be, like, yelling at him for some, some racist thing that he did, and then they would make a joke and he would laugh about it. And it was yeah. just kind of like, okay, but he's being really racist. Yeah, it kind of felt like they were dancing around the problem mm-hmm. and not really... Like, like they addressed it. They but, did. But not, but not wholeheartedly and just, like, and just grittily. Like because it was... it's more realistic than that. That's true. So it seems like instead of having this great big, oh, now you're... I'm not racist anymore, which he kind of comes out of it, in a sense, not being as racist as he was. Because in the beginning of the movie, we just see them slandering um, people, and it's very clear that he's racist because the two men that are drinking out of the cups that his wife gave him, he just throws them away. Yeah. that And they're calling him them names, too, like mean names in Italian, because Italians could be racist mm-hmm. a lot, especially in the 60s, which a lot of people were. Yeah. Um, but, you know... It's kind of like they just, they they call him really mean names, and, and he starts off being like those guys, and then, you know, after a few months with um, Dr. Shirley, he's, like, realized how much Dr. Shirley is, like, really an amazing person, and so that's, like, a sweet story. It is. It's, it's nice that that's something that happened, and that it's, like, really, it just takes getting to know somebody. Yeah. So, I guess, I guess let's continue talking about, about Tony. Oh, could I just tell you how many yeah, languages yeah. Mortensen speaks? Yes. So he has dual American and Danish citizenship. Cool. He speaks fluent Danish, English, French, and Spanish, conversational Italian, and he understands Norwegian, Swedish, and Catalan. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of languages. This this man. Yeah. He's amazing. He's really cute, yeah. He's amazing. Yeah. Oh man. Anyways, continue. So I guess so I'm I'm trying to just recall all of this right now and, and you know, Alison, you're really helping me. Yeah, trying to remember you're really helping me out. Specific parts in the movie. So I guess I'd like to continue just talking about Vigo. So I so Tony I I know that I know that we kinda see him he, he's at the Copa. He beats some guys up. That's right. He's he's like a bouncer. He's like a bouncer at the Copa, mm-hmm. and but he's he's kind of smart. He knows he yeah. knows who to talk to. He knows he knows what to do to kind of like weasel his way around. He steals that guy's like, hat so that he can give it back to him. Yes, and and so he could eventually get a job from him. Mm-hmm. And they they kind of they kind of like allude to this later that you know he can have a job through through these people. As well, but maybe it's something that he really wouldn't want to do. I think it's they, like being like a hitman. That's what I think. I think that's what it is because they talk about taking care of people. Yeah, and so you're like, well, that means they kill them, right? Like yeah. the mafia. Yeah, I think that's what it is. And then also because Don Shirley like speaks Italian, he knows what they were saying and was trying really hard to make Tony not leave working for him because he didn't want him doing that stuff. Because yeah, so there's. So again, like very like kind of lightly touching on kind of serious topics, like yeah, just like it's nothing, really. And I guess I also kind of like how it wasn't very, I guess, uh, I guess a three like a one eighty change, like you know, Tony was very racist in the beginning, and then yeah. just like because because even throughout the trip together, 
he would still kind of handle things in a way in that... In, like, a way, yeah, that he that, was being really racist. Yeah, and, and, you know, he kind of say it as, like, well, you'd be in jail if I didn't do this. And mm-hmm, then mm-hmm. and then Shirley, Dr. Shirley, would be like, well, you basically just encouraged him to to keep being an asshole. Mm-hmm, like, it was... Mm-hmm. So I really liked those, like, he, he thought he was doing well, but then, like, doing the right thing, but then really not, but then he was yeah. helping him out, but then it very... Like even very complex. Like he, yeah, he doesn't understand that he's not doing anything right. Yeah. Which is like obviously because it's in the sixties. And like we see this now because we're like more enlightened than he is, but mm-hmm. still like saying things in a certain way or going about like a conversation with somebody who has a completely different outlook on life than you do, he has no idea, like, what Shirley's life is like until he spends all this time with him. Right. So he, until he sees the the discrimination himself, he has no idea what kind of person or lifestyle that Shirley has and the way that people treat him. Yeah. And also not to mention that, that Don, that Dr. Shirley went on this trip for a specific reason. Like, he, Mm -hmm. he... Because they even say in the movie, his, uh, his like, uh, his other band, yeah. bandmates, they say that he could be doing shows up in the... In the East up for in, more money. Yeah, 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 with with people who actually respect him and stuff. And, but he went down here for kind of a purpose to, to show that how these people think and what they do about this stuff is very wrong. Mm-hmm. But then, it, and then it's interesting how, like, he has a very set objective but then he hires Tony to just be his bodyguard and to make sure that he does not so it's very interesting seeing how like Tony's thinking purely off of being a bodyguard yeah and just doing whatever he can to make sure that Dr. Shirley is not in jail yeah and does not keep getting punched even though he constantly gets punched Mm -hmm. and so again it's very very interesting viewpoints yes it's it's a it's a buddy movie yeah you know, against, like, pe- two people who have differing views on a lot of things. Yeah. Like, Viggo Mortensen's character, like, litters and steals, and, and then Shirley's like, no, you can't do that. And he, like, tells him to not do it. And since he's his boss, he has to follow his direction. And so yeah. it's kind of like he's realizing that he can't be an asshole and that he has to, like... It's basically like teaching him how to speak better, how to write better letters to his wife. And how to handle situations yeah, better. Yeah, how to just be a more, um, like, just just a less, like, rough person, I guess, would be the best way to describe. Not that there's anything wrong with Tony, he just, other than him being, like, racist and stuff, he just is, like, he doesn't have the best diction. Well, and, and, and he also, like, punches first, and then, yeah, and then like... he doesn't think about everything that he does. He's really hot-headed sometimes, and stuff. Yeah. So, I think it just is, like, it's kind of a, it's a, definitely a flip, a flip of a story that you would think, it, it's basically the opposite of Driving Miss Daisy. <laughs> I want to see that. <laughs> well, I, I haven't seen Driving Miss Daisy either, but I do know that it's, like, you know, similar to, like, this black man is driving this white lady or this old white lady around. Yeah. So it's, like, this is a similar thing where the white man is driving the black man around. Yeah. So. So I guess we want to move on to Dr. Shirley. Yeah. The show's character. Who's awesome. Yeah. I love him. <laughs> I loved where he lived. Yeah. It was just... It yeah, just lo- looked lavish. like a museum. Yeah. And it was... Right like a kimono. And it was really funny just watching 
Tony react to Dr. Shirley and and how he had to go meet him. Mm-hmm. He had to go meet him at the top of a concert hall. Yeah. Like he, he lives above Carnegie Hall. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to see a, a doctor. Yeah. And, then, <laughs> and he's like, who's this? Sorry, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely will not do that, that accent ever again. <laughs> the I'm Bronx sorry. accent? Yeah. I, sorry. Uh, I deeply apologize. We'll not do that again. But, so, of course, he thinks he's meeting a doctor, and which he is, but a doctor of a different kind. Yeah. And, um... And just, just watching Tony react to just stuff that he just doesn't understand. Yeah. Just watching him, like, fumble around yeah. was, was just hilarious. It's very charming. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And... Um, so yeah. Back, back to Shirley. Yeah. So Shirley is a wonderful character because he's he keeps his um, integrity a lot. And the, when people disrespect him, he does not call for it whatsoever. He no. never sinks to the racism level and he never lets the white man get away with shit mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. and like it happens a ton like he wants a, a a suit and they won't let him get they won't let him try it on so he's like okay well i'm leaving then and then you know they he he has to go to the bathroom and they're like well you have to go in the outhouse and then he's like i'm not doing that i'm leaving and then um he wants to uh he wants to like stay. He wants to eat at the restaurant. Yeah, he wants he, to eat at the restaurant. At the, at the very end. last place they go to mm-hmm. on Christmas. They yeah, Christmas him. Eve. He is a he is a guest mm-hmm. at this and this this part was just oh my gosh I wanted to punch <laughs> that actor. What's his name? He's from um oh he's from Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. He's the <laughs> he's the janitor. Is he Esteban? He's, no, no, Esteban was oh, a billboy. Yes, 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 yes. He yes. was. He's the I, other. I think his janitor. name was like Arnold or something or yes. Arnie. Yeah, and and he was in love with Zack and Cody's mom. Yeah, he was like the technician, like janitor guy. Oh, dude, I told you. I oh can't even my believe you just pulled that. I didn't even notice. Well, I I knew from I knew from before. Like I saw him and I knew. Oh, but yes, I'm I'm recalling the movie now. So okay, well yeah. So they don't even let him eat at the like. There's so many stupid fucking rules because of these Jim Crow laws that like it's truly just it's so wild how terrible it is. And we don't even like see like horrible stuff. It's it's like everyday things. Yeah, you know, and it's just so so aggravating. I know. So you're watching it and you're just like, well, of course he's not going to let him do it. Why would he let him eat there because he's not a decent human at all? Like, yeah. you know and, what I mean? And he even makes a point like, like we have let, what was it? What was the basketball team? Oh yeah, let? the basketball team was there and they didn't even let them eat there because and like they, a lot of them were black. And and he said it as if it was this like, this prized possession, like, yeah. like this glorious basketball team that's the nation's treasure, and we still we didn't never let them defy here. our rules, yeah. even for the the best of the best guests. Like it mm-hmm. was so aggravating, and yeah, and it was it was very. I don't, it, it was almost satisfying watching like Tony almost going for a punch, but then Shirley come up and be like, you know what? They don't even deserve your punch, and yeah. then just leave. Like watching the two of them like completely counteract, but still kick ass. Yeah, like, yeah. And the, because well, at the beginning, um, you see that Shirley thinks that Tony is doing it for the money and like beating people up for the money and like. 
doing it not on behalf of Shirley, but on behalf of himself. And then in the end, you realize that he's actually doing it because he respects Shirley and that he really doesn't like it when people treat him this way. Well, yeah, because at first, the, the at the time that he would punch, it would be when they were saying stuff about him, him. Tony. Yeah. Like, hey, you work for this guy? You're stupid. Like, I don't remember what they said, but, you know, mm -hmm. very horrible things. Like, you know. Like oh, when the police stopped them. Yeah. And, which was crazy. You remember that part? Yes. And then, and then, uh, Shirley called Ted Kennedy. Yes, yes. And then Ted Kennedy called the, the governor and was like, let them out. Yeah. 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 It was, it was, it was crazy. So crazy. That and, he, and he called was so Ted embarrassed. Kennedy. He was like, he was like I, I can't believe I did that. And then I didn't want to have to do this. And then Tony, and then Tony was like, are you kidding me? That was amazing. That was like the coolest thing that ever happened to me. And he was like, I can't believe I, I put my, like, I was, I feel so terrible. I feel so embarrassed that we had to do that. And he's like, it doesn't matter. That was like one second of that man's day. And he's like, he should be focusing on making our better, our country better and not getting me out of jail. And I was like, oh my God, this man is just, he's pure. He's so pure. <laughs> so fucking pure. He's so beautiful and pure. Damn. <laughs> and I also, I also love the pacing of, of Dr. Shirley's character. Like, you know, you kind of see him as this very, like, uptight, needy, pianist in the beginning um and then you kind of see you learn that he's got a brother who he does not talk to he, yeah he had a wife yeah um he, he drinks a lot he drinks a he drinks lot like a whole bottle a night yeah that's and, what he said and he's he had very set ideas for what he wanted to do for his career like because because also the topic of jazz comes up a lot mm -hmm. like tony says very stereotypical things to him. All the time. Like, especially on the radio, it's like, you know, you haven't heard of this person? Yeah, this little, little Nicky, or, um, what's the, the, what's the guy's name? I don't remember. I, I, he's a really amazing art, like, singer. Mm-hmm. So, they, they bring him up, and he's, like, a big deal. Like, he was a really big, really big deal. A really big artist yeah, at the time? really big artist at the time, and Shirley doesn't even know him. No. And, and, you know, they... It kind of brings up, like, why why didn't you ever just become a jazz musician? Because they, they seem to become more popular than classical music. And, you know, Dr. Shirley, he's, like, he's just very clear. He's, he's like, I, I went to school to study classical music, and that's just what I would like to do. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I don't want to have to play jazz because uh -huh. I have to. Like, there's no, there's no reason. You don't. So, that's it. That was... I mean, I honestly don't know where to go with this, but <laughs> it was an interesting, it was an interesting subject to bring up because there was, again, there was a lot of talking and they just discussed a lot of things and it was very interesting to listen to the two of them discuss mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the problems of today's society where Dr. Shirley's obviously talking about all the bad parts and Tony's just talking about all the top, like, very superficial Stereotypical yeah. parts. Stereotypical things yes. that, like, Shirley doesn't even associate with at all. Yes. Yeah. So, I liked I liked the costumes in this film. I really liked what Shirley wore a lot. All of it. His, uh, his like, suits were, like, amazing. They yeah. were impeccable. I don't even know why he needed a new one in the end. He had so many nice 
So many nice ones. Yeah, like I love this yellow one from the trailer where it's just like a a yellow turtleneck under a yellow plaid mm-hmm. blazer. Just little Richard. Sorry, I was wrong. It was Little Richard. Little Richard. Yeah. I've, I've heard of him before for sure. Yeah. I mean, he's just got like a, a lot of nice like sweaters and stuff. And I thought that the makeup was really good. It's like Viggo Mortensen's hair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, it really made him look Italian. Um... Yeah, and I also liked uh, the wife, his wife, um, yeah, Linda so I, Cardellini. She yeah, was great. So I, I guess just the other really main, like, big character... That's it, really, is, is Linda. Is, ...is Linda Cardellini. And I guess, I mean... Yeah, there's also the two people who sing, and then also Sebastian Maniscalco, who's an Italian um, comedian. He was in this movie, too. Okay. Um, oh, Sebastian, okay. Yeah, he's like a... He's a stand-up comic... My family likes him a lot. Okay, cool. Because he's Sicilian. Yeah. He has the same last name as my uh, my grandmother, so. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's very cool. Uh-huh. So I guess, what was, what was your favorite part of the, of the movie? <laughs> my favorite part? Yeah. Um, Scene. Quote. I liked when they were fighting about him after he stole the rock. I thought I yeah. liked that part. It was yeah. funny because <laughs> he found this rock on the ground. So he, he like he's like, "Oh, this is nice," and he put it in his pocket, even though he knew that it came from the box. And then he sat down and he was like, "You can't just take that." And then he ended up keeping it. And then he brings it up and later in the movie. Yeah. And it was very funny because he knew that he took it. Yeah, I like that part. Um, I like, even though it it felt kind of like filler. It, it, it kind of felt like the movie took kind of a bit to start because you were mm-hmm. you yeah. were kind of you're kind of getting placed into what Tony was up to, kind of how he lost his job, where he was at, because he was he was eating, he was he was doing like eating contests. Oh yeah, to, like to eating bring hot home dogs. some money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I, even though it felt kind of like filler, I still liked those those parts because it kind of it kind of gave a feel of what type of character Tony was which he was very driven mm-hmm. even though you could kind of sense that he was very like sluggish and lazy but also yeah, like yeah but like if you gave him a challenge he'd he'd fight to the death yeah definitely till, till he won yeah he he was a cool character but you could also tell like his son wrote it and it was like writing his dad in a more favorable light even though he was racist in the beginning. It kind of like changed a little bit, and That's I wonder. True. I like wonder if this changed things or if it really didn't, because I read this article um, a couple weeks ago about this movie, and the family of Don Shirley, yeah, were angry at this movie. Oh, really? Yeah, like because they didn't think it was a very accurate portrayal oh. of him and of of Shirley of Shirley. Yeah. Okay. And I think that they. You know, he's... I mean, every character in this movie is reduced to being a character. I mean, mm-hmm. even even Viggo Mortensen's, like, a character. You know, like, it's just kind of... The, the family was like, well, he wasn't estranged from us. Like, he was, like, involved in our lives, too. Mm-hmm. It just, like, in the movie, it seems like he doesn't have any family. He doesn't talk to anybody. And he had a wife, and he doesn't talk to them. And, like, it just was like a... Well, then maybe it should have been, like, a collaboration with both Nick and then someone from Shirley's family. 
Yeah, but they. I think that when they like went up to them, they said that they didn't want to to be involved at all. So like, well, that's their bad then, because if they didn't want to be involved, then how are they supposed to? Yeah, write it from his perspective. Because, like, they were saying, like, oh, that's not how it actually was. And this is just a story that Tony told his kids. Mm. Well, yeah, then that could definitely, that could definitely seem very one-sided. Yeah. Yeah. I know. So then someone, then someone should have helped. I, so someone should have helped write it. I know. It seems like it's like, well, what do you want to, like, this is a movie, like... It it seems like you were, I, you were given the chance to help write this yeah, from, from both to, perspectives, to be, in, like, to be a part of this. Yeah, that's what I read. And, and you just didn't take it. And, you know, but if you really think about it, the movie is about, the main character is, is Tony. It's not Mahershala Ali. You know, it's, it's about Tony. And so it's like a movie about a man who overcomes racism instead about a movie about a man who's like... A remarkable pianist. You mm-hmm. know, like, mm-hmm. it's just, like, they're in it together, but it's, like, the main character is Tony. And it's, like, oh, white man is suddenly transformed because he spends a couple months with a black man. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, it's it's not like it's a... It's a good story and it's a good movie, but that's why it only got a 70 meta score. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and on that note, let's segue... <laughs> Into these metascores. I just thought I had to bring it up because I'm not saying this movie is perfect because it's not. No, most definitely not. So it got a 70 metascore. And we've got... Uh, Screen International gave it a 60. Uh, Green Book is a thoroughly predictable and conventional true-life drama, but at least Viggo Mortensen and Mahershala Ali make for decent company along the road. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. Let's do the slant one. 75. Peter Farrelly manages to respect the severity of the characters' social context while ensuring that Green Book never steps outside his protagonist's relationship. A delicate balancing act that credibly makes a feel-good effervescent comedy out of its thorny subject matter without ever sanitizing it. All right. Okay. All right. Let's see. Um, Film Threat gave it a 90. Wow. Green Book is a real crowd pleaser. Mm Mm-hmm. Aside from the banter between the oppositely minded characters, it has clear heroes and villains. The writers do manage to sneak a few nuances in, especially when discussing Shirley feeling feeling out of place in both the white and black communities. Oh, that was a really good scene. Yeah. I thought that was nice. When when we, when he screams at him like I don't feel comfortable in my own like I'm not black enough and I'm not white enough. I know that that scene was so strong that I feel like they shouldn't have put it in the trailer. Oh, it was in the trailer. Yes, oh, it was that, in the that trailer. Makes a lot of sense. In, in the rain. Yeah, yeah. It was kind of like the climax of the movie. It really was, and yeah. I feel like they they had saved it because again, like the trailer. Well, the same thing happened with Mary Coon Scotts too, which we we have to talk about still. <laughs> Yes, we do. Sorry, I forgot to bring... We haven't talked about that yet, but the, the same thing was in Mary Queen of Scots, too. The, literally, the climax of the movie is the whole trailer, <laughs> which is really stupid. Yeah. Um, so, which, which, again, didn't make the movie very surprising. It was exactly... Like, the trailer really left kind of no surprises to be in the movie. 
Um, but I guess, I don't know, I guess my last question is, uh, do we think this will get nominated? And if so, what for? Yes, it's going to get nominated for Best Picture. Really? Yes. Really? Yes. Best Picture? They look, the fucking Academy loves this shit. Are you kidding me? <sighs> They're all, yeah. How about like, how about like, oh. Vigo and Mahershala are going to get nominated. Okay, well, yeah, I get that because they were good. But like, but I'm like gonna call maybe it, it's gonna get nominated. But maybe like screenplay. And uh, no, no. All right. Well, that's all I got. <laughs> I guess that's all I got too. I really think it's gonna get nominated. It's because it's literally like Oscar bait. Like it's it's truly what an Oscar film is. In a lot of ways, let's uh let's let's quickly talk about this poster because oh, it's I, a great poster. I like it. Oh, it's beautiful. How, like the sky, it's a beautiful poster. The sky is the exact same color, same color as this car. As the car, and yeah. you have just like a very very small little like section of clouds, a fading clouds a from the lightness clouds. of the horizon to the darkness of the sky, and the, it's the same color as the car, and the. Also the same color as Viggo Mortensen's shirt. Yes. And it's just got a wonderful font of Green Book, which is a very thin, thin font, like Avenir Light. Yeah. It's super nice. It's a very nice poster. And it really just draws you in to the two Tony and Shirley sitting in the car where where Mahershala is just like staring so sassily at the camera. Yeah. And... Tony just looks intrigued at something. And we get this shot in the film, except for, obviously, Mahershala's not looking at the camera. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And they're sitting at a stoplight, and he's looking at the people who, like, are staring at them. That's right. Because he's driving a black man around. And then he gives them the middle finger. So let's look at the keywords. Oh, yes, we're starting that now. Yeah. All right. Ooh, I'm excited to see these. Let's see how close they are. So the so the first couple plot keywords we've got for this movie are a uh, color in title <laughs> green. <sighs> wow. I'm so angry. Okay. Okay. Um musician. Okay. On the road segregation and christmas okay all right well but those are all in the movie but but fucking color in title I'm, i gotta i gotta look at this yeah we gotta look at this tag <laughs> we need to look at this is something else of oh, course first white one christmas. white christmas gotta love it gotta white love boy it. rick black, <laughs> black panther red sparrow root of the red nose reindeer green mile golden the kings in the golden, golden circle that show black lightning oh yeah clockwork orange awesome which we're gonna watch yes we have at some point um atomic blonde okay this blonde counts as a color so. uh, yeah yeah it does men in black three not wow even the first two, wow just not the third one blue is the, the warmest color black, black swan, swan blue valentine that's great murphy brown that's so funny that's her last name oh wow 
Oh, we didn't even talk about what Green Book is. Uh, Oh, that's right! (laughs) The Green Book is a a map of all the places that people who are black can stay at. Hotel-wise. Hotels, yeah. Like, basically a map. And and restaurants? I guess it's, it's, yeah, it's like a a guidebook to the South for people uh, of color. Yes, which I had no idea even existed. I guess that was a thing, which makes sense. That could be very convenient for many people who are traveling. (sighs) All right, let's look at the other 158 keywords. She doesn't mean all of them. (laughs) We're going to read them all right now. Yeah. (laughs) Pianist. Hot dog eating contest. Oh, wow. Wow. What are the the movies with that in it? I don't know. One out of one found that's relevant. I hate when when people do that. Beer fest. Okay meatballs wow i don't think top dog that's definitely a movie about a dog eating contest wow an episode of (laughs) spider-man an episode of modern family episode of the simpsons okay so wow that is a very specific lots of (laughs) an episode of supernatural (laughs) (laughs) wow all right okay so so lots of lots of episodes Driving buddy movie. Mm-hmm. Negro motorist green book. What? Wow, that's a that's a plot keyword. That's a keyword. That there's no some one person made that a keyword. The only one other movie <laughs> has this keyword on exactly. there. Exactly, it's a dumb keyword. Oh, it's a stupid keyword. All right. Eating, <laughs> eating. Yeah. Kentucky Fried Chicken. They should put um, Tittsburg on there. <laughs> Tittsburg! Yeah, that was pretty funny. Yes. Don Shirley character. Okay, I wonder what other movies have Don Shirley in there. Just That's Green it. Book. That's it. That's it. That's it. Thanks for making that plot keyword for this one movie. Thank you. Thank you. Hit in the face. Perfect. All right. All right. We're done. Yeah, this, I think this is where we. Sh- this is where it should end. Didn't you didn't you think it ended very abruptly? It so, just ended on like with Dolores hugging Shirley and it was done. That was the end of the movie. Was that it? Yeah, that was it. That was, was the last it? shot and of then, the whole movie. But I, th- I thought he like sat down. No. No? She just hugged him and it was done. She's just hugging him. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Yeah, that's that's pretty abrupt. Yeah. Do I, do I remember feeling that way when it ended? Probably. Probably. That that sounds like a sounds like a feeling I had. Mm-hmm. So if you like this episode, or if you have thoughts about this movie that, that we didn't talk about, or if you think it's going to get nominated for an Oscar, please let us know at allbythepopcornpodcast at gmail dot com or allbythepopcorn at gmail dot com. Also, you can follow us on our different social medias uh, to get notifications about new episodes. Uh, there is. Instagram at All by the Popcorn Podcast, Twitter at By the Popcorn, and Facebook. Just search All by the Popcorn Podcast and like our page. Yeah. If you also give us some reviews on Apple Podcasts, that would be awesome because not other people can find us. Yep. So thanks for listening, everyone. Be sure to listen for the other Oscar nominated things, even though the Oscar noms haven't even come out yet. Emily and I are literally seeing all the movies. So they should come out. Around my birthday. Yeah. They usually do. I'm so excited. I am 
very excited. I'm gonna like pee my pants when we see these Oscar noms. Oh they, man, I'm so excited. Even though this year was not a good year for movies. Ugh. Uh, it. I'm not. I'm not gonna say that just yet. I'm not gonna. Say, right, I'm, gonna I'm gonna wait for the nominations to come out. <laughs> Okay, Emily. Okay. Thanks for listening. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.